It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Petrie, and I've got three also awesome co-hosts with me. Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, and the lovely and talented Meg Erber. We'll get to them in just a second. But first, I want to give a huge, huge thank you to the Good Strongs over at Gold Star. You know, they're sponsoring this fine broadcast, and they're well-known in our industry as a truly fun, fantastic company that cares a lot about producing quality writing instruments. In fact, they're the clear leader in that category, but a lot of companies, you know, they like to say they're the leader in a company because they don't have to define that, or a leader in an industry, I should say, because they don't have to define it. Well, Gold Star is going to define that for you, and we've talked about this over the last few weeks. So let me explain why Gold Star really is the leader when it comes to promotional writing instruments. Speed comes to mind. Speed is a definite quantifiable reason why they're the leader in the industry. They have the capacity that leads to quicker turnaround times, and Gold Star offers the fastest standard um, uh, services in the industry when it comes to delivery of writing instruments. Full color wrap, and bestsellers are at 24 hours and 72 production hour production on just about everything else. It really doesn't get much faster in the industry, folks. That's why they're the leader. So if you'd like to learn more and get some great ideas on how pens can be more than just a promotional writing instrument, sign up for your free brand story toolkit by visiting them at goldstarpens.com toolkit. You're not going to be sorry that you did. Again, as always, the podcast is available where you're listening to it right now. Also on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just hit search. Uh, just search promo corner in the handy search function of your po- favorite podcast medium, and hit that handy subscribe button. Now, Meg, Jeff, and I uh, we're excited about this one. We're going to talk about promo standards. Promo standards. <laughs> Everybody's excited about wow! They're so excited they're laughing, folks. That's how that's the excitement. It's palpable. It's palpable. Palpable. So, what their purpose is, just to give everybody a little bit of background, and then we're going to start off with Mr. McFadden, is they want to create an industry-leading open standards that really enable just about every industry participant to improve their customer experience, reduce the transactional friction, and effectively uh, execute digital strategy. So what that means in a nutshell is they're trying to standardize the order processing um, from the distributors all the way to the suppliers and back in the industry. So Stephen, why don't you kick us off and give us your thoughts on promo standards? Yeah, I think if it can be executed, um, which is kind of the big, you know, the big issue now with promo standards, is just getting enough people to adopt it and to use it. But there's, there, it's really a series of codes, actually, from what I'm, from what I understand, kind of looking into, you know, let's say our company wanted to do you know, to begin involved in promo standards. What does that mean? You know, I've, I was, it's, it's, it's not really an application. It's not really uh, a program. It's actually a series of like IT codes to integrate your system into the supplier system to create that frictionless order processing system. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's the idea of it's amazing because you'd be tied in with inventory. You'd be tied in with uh, live pricing, which, you know, as we've spoken about before with, you know, tariffs, that could be huge, you know, to automatically have that information pre-populated. They could also integrate, kind of into your system with 
um, with updates on the orders, tracking, shipping, proofs. I mean, there's a whole lot of applications this could open the door to. It's just getting the, the right number of people involved at the right companies, getting enough buy-in from the distributor side, because it does take a lot of work um, from both supplier and distributor sides to not only implement the code into their existing systems, but then also to have the suppliers to be able to feed the data backwards, you know, to every product, every SKU, to every inventory management system. So it's it's a great concept, and I, I think the more traction we get, the better. Um, but yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah, and, and you know, one of the reasons uh, Promo Standards even is in existence is because we are such a fractured industry with, um, you know, no one company either on the supplier side or distributor side really dominating commerce. And so everybody has their own method of placing orders. And you can imagine being a supplier and how challenging that is to try to find the same information uh, on different order forms. <laughs> it, it's mm. it's amazing. Uh, I remember back in my distributor days when I worked at Halo, before Halo had a, a common um, uh, web-based order entry system for their salespeople, we would get orders, and I think we, we actually went through an efficiency analysis um, to try to fix it, and, and they did. Actually, we, I don't work there anymore. I haven't worked there <laughs> in 10 years. Um, old habits die hard, but had the efficiency anal- uh, analyst um, there were 18 different ways Halo would accept orders from their salespeople. That's just a, one distributor. Now extrapolate that at what it's like from a supplier perspective. And I'd really love both Jeff and Meg to weigh in on this. I mean, it's got to be in the hundreds. And it gets, again, you're, you're, you're killing time. That's why it costs so much to process an order. Well, it does. And that's the thing. I, back in, let's say, mid-2000s, I sat down with Eric Levin and we went through a hundred different purchase orders. And out of those hundred purchase orders, I think two of them, only two had all of the information needed. So that means that 98 different customers had to be reached out to, to find out event date, color, imprint color, or something. So I think by implementing this, and yes, it may take some time and money to get started, but once everybody's on board, it'll just be so streamlined. I mean, being here at SNS, I mean, sometimes I'll be driving down the road, get a phone call, and I have a customer that wants to call me and put an order in over the phone. And I'm like, just email me, you know? But so they're, they're calling in orders, they're emailing orders, they're emailing it to me, they're emailing it to my inside person. And they might just say, I want 10 shirts. And then there's no PO number, no ship to. I get it. 100% being on the supplier side, I get it. And, I, and, and we wouldn't even be here. I hate to backtrack a little bit, but... This concept was originally uh, started, it was a collaboration between some of the smartest people in our industry. I mean, you have Dale Denham, you have John Norris on the supplier side, and you have uh, Erwin Goldstein of Halo. Halo, Yeah, so you have like three of the smartest IT people in our industry collaborating on a project that's really just trying to make everyone's lives easier uh, on both supplier and distributor side. You know, and I think once they got Staples involved, I think Staples is a very uh, unique way of telling the suppliers to do things and they do it. So I think once they got Staples involved, it, we saw a really quick uh, pickup in in subscriptions, I guess, or adoption. Adoptions, word, yes. Maybe. Adoptions, yes. Awesome. Jeff, what about you? 
Yeah, I mean, I would attend, intend to uh, agree with Meg in the in the instance that you know every single purchase order comes through differently. It's f- formatted differently. There's a lot of information. You know, when you're doing data entry, that you've got to be able to pull from different locations. So it would certainly be helpful to have everything you know in the same place every time that you could just easily go back to. It would just streamline things a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Although I, I guess it, my biggest, you know, I don't I don't know a whole lot about promo standards. I know that headwares you know attempting or trying to get involved. And you know, eventually, I, you know, it, it sounds wonderful, and I, you know, hope that that it goes through and everybody sort of jumps on board because it would certainly make things a lot easier. But I guess one of the questions that I have is, you don't really see this happening with any other industries, or at least not that I'm aware of. Like uh, the way that I think about that is, if you went to at like every restaurant you went to, you'd have to like things would happen the exact same way, right? You know, and that's that doesn't happen. So, I mean, is it really something that's necessary? I mean, I, I get uh, it. I think it's hugely necessary because, you know, the reason it's not like this in other industries because they're not asked backwards like we are. <laughs> um, and we're asked barrier backwards. Barrier to entry, right? Yeah, there's no yeah. barrier to entry. Anybody can write an order. And look, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, everybody wants orders. I want orders. I'll take it any way you get it. I, I went back, way back when, I was at Halo and as uh, as the company was trying to emerge from the bankruptcy and it combined Lee Wayne and Halo into a singular sales force. I remember the the philosophy at Lee Wayne at the time and it wasn't a wrong one on the surface is hey we'll we'll take an order any way we can get it. You put it on a uh, you write it in lipstick on a napkin, we'll take it. But again, you you talk about the world moving much much more towards what they want as a frictionless transaction, let's say an Amazon way of doing things, okay? where it's easy for people to place an order, it's easy for the order internally too. So we talk, we always talk about creating friction externally, like for the end user. It's time we as an industry look at it, we're creating friction internally. I can't imagine being a uh, someone in SNS or Headwear USA or pick your supplier and having to parse through, well, I, this order looks like this way from Facilis, and then it looks like this way from, you know, Joe Blow Promotions down in Lukenbach, Texas, and it looks mm-hmm. somewhat different from, you know, Big Sky Promotions from some, some person in Montana. It, it takes time, and that's why it's so critically important because it's creating friction internally at these organizations, which slows down the process, mm-hmm. and it costs more money. So, you know, if we don't all get on the same page, I, I, I fear that it's really going to hit the industry negatively and hit it hard. I think there's uh, there's going to be some huge implications, even from a staffing perspective, Um you know, on, on like on our side, you know, we if we become that much more efficient, not just, you know, handling the order errors like Meg had mentioned, you know, just having to, to, to make sure all of the sales reps have the right information on there. I mean, we're talking about the capacity of, a, you know, customer service rep that can blow through a lot more work than than you know before we didn't have that you know so exactly I, I, exactly I think, that's, I think that's amazing uh from a business perspective um just just creating those efficiency lines and it's yeah. all all because of a standardized form you know really is what it is it's yeah um yeah well and now that you've got people you know you got halo you've got staples you've got facilis You've got Geiger on the on the distributor side, and then you have Hit, PCNA, Bit Graphics, Starline on on the uh, 
supplier side, it's it's getting to a point where there's going to be a tipping point where I can see, I can foresee a point, and, and I'd like your opinion on this because I could be wrong. Is there a point where suppliers will just refuse to take orders from distributors who aren't following promo standards protocols? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I know not with us. I mean, I literally still get the phone calls when I'm driving and I'm like, all right, love it. it. I mean, it could be it could be the new fax. I mean, I know it sounds mm-hmm. weird, but like the old order system may be the old fax machine order, where eventually they say you've got to email it to us. You know, I mean, it, or maybe there's a surcharge yeah. to take your order. Maybe hey, we'll, we'll take your order, but we're going to charge you extra because you're not making it easy for us. Oh boy. Well, I can tell you, I had. Well, a you long... talk about the industry's <laughs> head exploding right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see every single one of my customers exploding. I mean, we play that price game as it is. I, I can't see anyone taking that that surcharge well they were like really okay i'll just go to alpha <laughs> but, but that's the problem as long as, there's no, your as long as there's no bite behind the bark then yeah you know it's never going to go anywhere exactly I, I guess that's the i guess that's why it hasn't you know or it would have to be a promo standard and then my competitors would all have to be in that for that to work i think yes. the biggest challenge currently i mean we're talking about our we talk about this week after week as our our industry being 97 percent small business it's very difficult, I feel like, to integrate promo standards to someone that's doing their own, you know, ordering system, you know, without joining a buying group that already has it in place. I mean, I, I think it'd be very difficult, uh, you know, most people don't have their own IT people on staff, right, who can go in and, and, and implement. Imp- yeah, implement. Well, then you have the things like yeah. Common Skew that kind of takes that space and takes that. Am I right? Like I, am I right or no? Like no, no, not necessarily. Completely wrong. No. All right. Yeah. No. No. Backing they, up. They have, no. No. Out. No. That's okay. <laughs> I mean, they're actually part. Comiskey is actually part of promo standards. So okay. yeah, uh, on that level, yes, but they don't, you know, do it like in their own uh, universe, their own ecosystem. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we all learn something new every day, don't we? Yep, we sure do. So, what's the next step? How do we get more people? Um, uh, do we all agree that promo standards, trying to standardize the order uh, process industry-wide is a good thing? I, I think so. As far I, as how to structure an order and the information to give a supplier in order to yes. make sure your order doesn't get screwed up, yes. Yes. Um, as far as some of the other things that they, <laughs> that they, I guess, list in their services, I'm a little bit confused as to how that, you know, can you get involved right. in just certain yeah. types of promo standards or do you, is it all or nothing basically? I believe because yeah, this is where I'll get barbecued by Norris, um, John Norris, if he's listening to this, because I think he's actually chair of that uh, right now, of chair of promo standards. I think it's an all or nothing situation. So forgive my ignorance here, um, but I, I, I'm pretty sure it's an all or nothing situation. And that's the hard part on a, on the supplier side, I think, because yeah, not, not only – yeah. yeah, live inventory and all that. There's a lot of expense involved with something like that. And mm-hmm. for, for a company that is global like Headwear, you know, when you've got 15 locations, we can't do – one thing for one of the 15 we do it for all of them right and you know that becomes extremely expensive uh and then you know there are other services and things like that that we've come into the marketplace and disrupted uh with you know that basically nullifies that if we were to do something like that um so there's there's definitely some challenges I, i love the idea and the premise behind it i definitely think that there's a need for some type of standardized order entry yeah. uh it's just how do we how do we implement that so that it's not super burdensome on you know a smaller supplier i have right. to imagine the research that went into groups like hit and pcna jumping in on something like this would have justified the 
the expense of doing such a huge overhaul. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine, uh, you know, the amount of research they would have had to have done to figure something like that out to, to, to figure out if it, if it makes sense, you know, Meg mentioned you guys did your own efficiency studies, right? And yeah. About halo back in a million years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to the point where it was like, it takes someone 24 steps to walk from this desk to this desk. How do we, we should rearrange the furniture. I mean, that that's how deep the efficiency yeah. expert went. Yeah. yeah, and you know it's weird. It's not necessarily not necessarily weird, but we have this type of technology, not promo standards wise, but in our in our warehouse, you don't even know this technology exists. Like our pickers are actually armed with technology that gives them the quickest route to the box that they have to pick to reduce mm-hmm. the emissions from the forklifts and just to get it done quicker. So this is just a lot of technology. I think that is very beneficial in the long run. I just don't think enough people are aware of it. And I think a good way to find out more information about it, uh, you're gonna like this segue, uh, they actually have an event in August, um, August 13th, I believe, down in Texas. Um, last year it was sold out. So I think it would, if you guys want to learn more information about this and, and do the workshop, then I would highly recommend reaching out to Promo Standards, their website. There is an event. It's $99 in August. Yeah, I will be on usually, vacation. but It's usually in conjunction right near uh, North American Leadership Conference. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. And if you want to learn more about Promo Standard, uh, it's promostandards.org. And uh, I, I would encourage everybody to kind of start learning about it. You're going to hear more about it, whether it's going to ever fully be adopted by the promotional products industry or not. You ought to know what it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. Is there for anything sure. else we should cover on this before we bid our audience a fond adieu? Silence means Silence. No. <laughs> Silence means no. I was trying to come up Great with job, something, everybody. but mm, nothing. No, I like that, it, Bill, from your perspective, yeah. do, you f- do you feel like there's a way to, to make it a little bit more mainstream? Like how, what are the next steps for promo standards? I mean, because I, I, like I said, there's obviously benefits to it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how you do it without, you know, completely burdening some companies because there's gonna, it's, it's going to be burdensome for some. It will be. Sure. Well, you don't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs, Jeff. Um, so here's my thought on it. I think they, they're at the point now of education, education mm-hmm. and awareness. I still think a lot of times when you say promo standards, you can basically see a question mark form over a lot of people's heads. Yep. So I think, I think that's the main thing right now is educate. You know, it's very easy for me not being a supplier, not being a distributor anymore and being in the uh, service provider seat to say, I think there's a real problem here. Sometimes we think there's a problem and there's just not a problem to really solve. I don't think that's the case here. I do think it's an issue and I could, I think it will continue to be an issue. So if I were running promo standards right now and, and I'm not, and I know John Norris and he's got a great group of people. Um, Eric Alessi from Ascent is involved. You got, I mean, you got a lot of people involved, very smart people, a lot of people smarter than me, Erwin Goldstein, so on and so forth. You've got a lot of people involved. So I have a feeling they know what they're doing. I think right now they need marketing people. Yeah. I think they need to send some, uh, you know, targeted email blasts, which you could do at promocorner.com. My email address is bill at <laughs> promocorner.com. Or use any other vehicles if they want to sponsor this podcast, for example. But I think the bottom line is, or any podcast, doesn't matter. They need to get their message out there. And I don't think right now that that's been done enough. Um, so that that's to answer your question, Jeff, that's what I would do. Okay. Fair. That's fair. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, great. I think it was a good discussion, but I, I would echo what was said earlier. We encourage everybody to really, really understand what Promo Standards is about. Go to promostandards.org. They have a great little video that kind of explains, uh, it's about a two-minute video, it explains what Promo Standards is, how it works, and why it's so important to the industry. But learn more about it. And, uh, you know, if you're in uh, the Dallas area, uh, in August around um, the NALC, there is that uh, Promo Standards event, and I strongly encourage people to try to learn a little bit more about it. I also strongly encourage people to use the good strongs over at Gold Star. We've talked about how they're well-known in the our industry for having a fun and fantastic way to produce uh, quality writing instruments, and they are the clear leader, and here's one of the reasons why, speed. They have the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Full color wrap in 24 hours. Are you kidding me? That's insane. That's insane, I tell you. So if you want to learn more and get some great ideas on how pens can be more than just a simple promotional writing instrument, goldstarpens.com slash toolkit. Go there, and you're going to get yourself a free brand story toolkit, and you're not going to be sorry you did. Guys, as always, really enjoyed chatting with you, and I think we had a great discussion today. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.